call me Dr. Jones, known as the Night Tripper. Got my satchel of grease in my hand. Dig me tripping up and back down the bayou. I'm the last of the best, they call me the Greedy Man. Got many clients. Come from miles around, running down my What's up, you motherfuckers? <laughs> I'm back finally. Finally, it took so long, but I'm back. Yay! <laughs> hey, what's going on, guys? Sorry, took a little, a little break. I had some shit go on this past week. My mama came to see me, and. Uh, you know, the office is also the extra bedroom, so unfortunately I didn't want to be in here with my podcast bullshit, bugging my mama while she was trying to sleep. So, got a guest this week, Mr. Big D, Daryl, from the Blind Eye Comics, Bro Ron's podcast, Smoking Mirrors. He's a man of, uh, of many talents. He has a, a graphic novel called The Axeman Cometh. He's all over the scene. I had a really good conversation with him so it's that's a really long one too it's like almost two hours so buckle up for that shit it's been uh pretty crazy here this weekend actually uh took the baby bowling for the first time yesterday and uh you know gripping a bowling ball with uh you know missing a middle finger is kind of an interesting endeavor you got to use your ring finger and your pinky it makes you your stride a little weird i came out swinging and then I lost it halfway through. It was it was not good. But the baby enjoyed it. And at one point, he ran up a fucking lane. So that was a lot of fun. Uh, old daddy running across the bowling lanes trying to retrieve a two-year-old boy. Without busting my own ass. So it was a lot of fun. And then last night, I go to... <laughs> last night, I almost got molested, guys. And I say that... But it's, it hasn't been so long that I don't know a situation when I see one. And I went to get some dinner for my wife and my mama. And I sat down and I was approached by a, a drunken lady. And she kept making eyes at me. And it was really uncomfortable. Like just sitting there with somebody staring holes in the side of your head. Because you know what they're thinking. <laughs> I know exactly what was on her mind. And I was like, I'm sorry, but I, I can't, I can't help you, darling. And so she proceeded to uh, drunkenly babble about some lady sitting at the, the table next to us. And uh, I tried to get her to fight her. That was my plan anyhow. She was like, you know what, that bitch over there, you see her in the blue shirt? And I was like, yeah. She said, she's a fucking bitch. And I go, did you tell her that? Why don't you go tell her right now? Get her. ridiculous but guys a lot of new things coming down the pipe some good stuff coming up uh, we're now featured on the I believe it's the mole hole radio network you can check that out online I'll be posting links and uh, all kinds of new ways to, to find us so yeah good times you motherfuckers take it easy and uh, enjoy the show in your breakfast Try a little bit of 
pop the seal on this motherfucker welcome to the po boys podcast um running late normally i would have something up and posted by now but we're gonna go live to tape this evening and i i got a special guest a fellow podcaster and uh host of a, a few different things we're gonna get into that but uh also uh legally blind officially blind yeah, I, uh, <laughs> it's gonna be a good I'm, time. It's gonna be good. Yeah. So we have we have Daryl Big D from the the Blind Eye uh, Enterprise Organization. You man, I, I see your name on a lot of stuff. So I think we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna learn a lot about you tonight, sir. I know you've been kind of tied up and not having as much time. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna do an expose, Ugh. an expose on the one and only Big D. So. It's gonna be fun, man. That's a little scary. Don't be scared. Don't be scared <laughs> now. This, I uh, unfortunately, I, I'm two weeks. I haven't recorded. I haven't even got to talk to anybody but my wife. So I'm all backed up. I had shit going on this week. I had an issue with some bitch online last night. It's <laughs> man. It's it's been crazy. But enough about me. How the fuck are you? Oh man, I'm doing good. I'm living the dream. Unfortunately, I have night terrors. Oh, ah, <laughs> it's no bueno. First and foremost, I, I've seen you, you joking. You know, as a person who who has a, a little bit of a handicap myself, being that I'm an amputee and and some other stuff, I enjoy that kind of humor. And uh, so, being a person who is blind, do you get like? 
offended at people who say things like, oh, I'm legally blind, but like that just means I can't fucking drive, you know, or like, where where yeah. are you at on that? <laughs> you know, all right, anybody that knows me knows it's real hard to offend me. Right. All right. And I mean, it's real hard. So I can have anybody come up and say anything like, well, okay, see, here's the issue, too. You got a lot of people that will come up and say, yeah, I'm legally blind without my glasses. No, you're not legally blind. Right. <laughs> you know, that just the means law? that exactly yeah, blind. <laughs> without your glasses, you're you're blind. But as soon as you put them on, you can see. Right. All right. And I don't, you know, I don't correct him. I just smile and go, yeah, I understand. You know, I, I never, I never, you know, cause it's not worth, it's not worth that. You know, yeah, you know, I'll let them think whatever they want to think, but my right eye, I'm completely blind in. Right. Throw a tennis ball, smack you in the face every time. Yeah. Like you got nothing. Okay. Yeah. Nothing. Okay. My left eye, if I am in perfect lighting conditions, uh -huh. which means that the light is dim and it's behind me. Okay. Yeah. And I have my glasses on. I am legally blind. 2400. Which means that I, I can see out of my left eye. Uh, if it gets like out of a, out of a short range, uh -huh. it becomes a color blur. Ooh. So like okay. if somebody hung a blanket up in front of a, a, a light, that's about it, really. I don't yeah. know. Well, Just... it, it's like I said, I can I can, but I don't have any depth perception, right, uh, or anything. Now, as soon as light gets turned into my eye, or like if I walk outside, right, and even with my sunglasses on, if I walk outside because it's so bright, uh, I, I go to zero in my left eye so is it white or black in my right eye in your right eye i assumed it would be like black like just nothing honestly it's not it's not black it, i don't know you know it's hard to describe it's just nothing yeah i you know people i i guess man some people have said well it's white but i don't know man it's just more well let me ask it's just you more nothing were you dude. you know it's I guess because I've been blind in my right eye for so long. I've been blind in my right eye for seven years. Okay. That's what I was going to get at is how long. So did you, you had vision before this. So you know exactly what it would look like to see certain things or, or yeah. Okay, cool. And, and so that's, that's see, that's another thing that when I was losing the vision in my left eye, uh, a lot of people had, uh, couldn't understand because I, I could still see like shadow movement. Okay. Right. So if, if something was moving and it was moving across my field of vision and I saw it was like a shadow form because I've seen certain things so many times throughout my life, my brain just automatically processed and said, that's what that is. And so I would say, oh, well, you know, that's what that is. And they were like, well, you can see. No, you don't understand. Right. It's, it's not really seeing. I just remember what it kind of looked like. <laughs> yeah, it's it's you know it's in my mind and and 
So did you just play it off longer than you probably should have? Is that kind yeah, of what you're getting I did. at? Is like and you really couldn't see a goddamn thing, but people were like, well, fuck it, he can still drive. <laughs> yeah, see, and, and of course, you know, I was, I delivered the mail. That's what my job was. Right. Uh, and eventually what broke it uh, was that because I, I drove the same route, all the time uh it was a non-thinking thing for me right okay i didn't have to i didn't i knew where the route was you know i knew how it was it was muscle memory like a rat driving the route you just done yeah. it so much that you memorized the path yeah I and so that. with the mail i was having to pull it up to my eye my left eye you know to see it and i knew it was getting it was getting worse uh and so I told my wife it was spring of I guess 2016 now. And I told my wife I said uh I've got to go in well okay let me I bid a new route. And so as bidding a new route I got put on that route and uh I went out to run that route and I I it was the first time I'd ever done it. And I'm having to look for street signs. Well, shit, I can't see street signs. Right, right. yeah, that's. You know, I I couldn't. So it, when I got back that night, I told the guy that was my boss. I said, "Look, you know, I'm gonna have to talk to my wife. I got to get a, uh, a test, vision test." I said, "Cause I can't see shit." And so, and then the following Monday, went to work, and I didn't see a car coming. And I pulled out in front of them and almost got hit. Right, right. Then that's and <laughs> yeah, and so it's a wake up day, call. I got you. So, oh man, that fucking blows. Like just yeah. So did it? Did, what was the condition, if you don't mind me asking? Like, was it something like a degenerative eye thing, or did? Okay, so there's there's multiple issues with the retina. Uh huh. And then there was multiple issues with cataracts and uh, swelling. And it, it basically, it was, it's a combination of a lot of things that have occurred over my lifetime, including uh, some certain diseases that I had as a kid uh, and the fact that I fought so much all the way up into my 20s and just took a lot of damage to my eyes to the front of it so you throw it up and then it yeah it's oh yeah i know what you're talking about though <laughs> yeah these were like darts 10 pound darts <laughs> you and, kill the neighbor's fucking cat with them yeah yeah it's yeah when i was about between three and four uh i got hit in the eye with one of them oh shit and uh oh, so that you know there was just there's just a lot of it. contributing factors but i went in to see the I went in to see the eye doctor on that Tuesday, and this was the the day that kicked me in the balls because we went in, and I thought he was going to say, okay, well, you're going to have to get your prescription changed, and it's going to be better. Instead, what he said was, you're done driving. That's a very and, upsetting thing to get told. We had to uh, take the old man's driver's license a few years ago, and uh, it sucks. You know, that's kind of your your last form of independence, like being able to do shit for yourself. And if you're a person yeah. who's not 
extreme. Like, he's really old. He tries to act modest, and he's like, I don't want to be a bird. But, you know, it, you're going to have to have somebody take you somewhere from now on. <laughs> yeah. And that's yeah. that's a shit feeling. Yeah, and it, it, but it's just the reality of things. And, and he also said, look, uh, you know, it's going to continue to get worse, and it's going to end up being just like your other eye. And so he said, I want to send you to uh, a specialist. And so I went to this one specialist, and they were like, well, you know, we can't do anything about it. Uh, Send you to another specialist. Long story short, I ended up seeing about five different specialists. And all of them basically said, you're you're dicked. So, (laughs) you know... <laughs> but but getting back to the to what you were asking, when somebody comes up and asks if they if they're genuinely uh, interested and they don't know, I'll answer any question. I don't have any problem with that. If they want to come up and make some kind of a joke about it, I'll laugh, dude. I I don't care. It's it's you know that's not a problem for me. If you want to see me get pissed off quick. Act like I don't exist. Uh, does that happen a lot? Like, oh, it happens. It happens a lot. Why do you think that is? Is it? Are you like obviously blind? And I don't mean that. Well, to yeah. Be I mean, I'm, I'm, cane, I got the sunglasses and the stick. And, yeah. Okay. So, and and I'm there with my wife, and people will speak to my wife, and then, you know. I'm just like right. Uh, I have ears, motherfucker. Like, yeah, I'm not deaf. I'm blind. <laughs> God damn it! And uh, it's it's bled to a couple of bad situations where uh, my wife's had to say, "Look, you know, we're <laughs> we're gonna have to get out of here because I get I get pissed." <laughs> and then, <laughs> I guess you it know, just it, depends on what they're asking your wife. Like, if it's a fucking Comcast representative, I, yeah, you could yell at them, maybe kick yeah. them, <laughs> just start waving, <laughs> flailing the motherfucker. But I mean, it's 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 been the worst in like restaurants, uh, and uh, and I understand, man, if if somebody's uncomfortable and they don't know how, or they're you know they're afraid, maybe they're going to say something that's going to offend me. Yeah. You know, I, I get that too, but don't act like I'm not there. Here's what you do: you need a T-shirt that says, "I can hear and I have a great sense of humor." <laughs> yeah. Now, and now here's the other thing that bugs me too, and and it's just I, I I get it, man. Too people, this is human nature, man. They they see me and they know that I'm blind, and so they want me to know that they're there, so they'll come up and touch me or pat me on the back. Hmm. Dude, I don't freaking know you. You know, don't don't come up and touch me. That's kind of weird, just getting in somebody's bubble like that. Yeah, it's so. But again, man, it, it's things that I I've had to learn to try to let go. Right. You know, because uh, what are you gonna do about it? I mean, it's you literally can't do much but get pissed and yell. I mean, at that point, yeah. and whack somebody. Well, I don't know. Yeah, stick. if I got, I tell you what, I can get a pretty good bead on where somebody is based on sound. You're like the goddamn daredevil. You just <laughs> tackle somebody and choke them out. Like, holy shit, you got choked out by a blind dude. Yeah, ah. <laughs> yeah they're in a no-win situation no matter what. 
if, if we get into a fight and, and I get beat up, oh, big deal. You beat up a blind guy. Hey, man. They can turn it around. Did you hear uh, that shit on the news the other day? There was that guy that stabbed those assholes. And they didn't have any fucking arms. And the guy's... <laughs> true story. The dude was apparently some kind of artist. And I guess he painted with his feet. And the 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 kids tried to say that they came up and asked him for directions. And then he got pissed off and grabbed some scissors and tried to stab him with his feet. Right? Yeah. And... More than likely, those two guys are being dicks to a guy with no fucking arms. Maybe even trying to take his money, you know. Yeah. And he he stabbed somebody. <laughs> I'm just saying, don't <laughs> don't assume, <laughs> goddammit, because that's yeah. when you get hurt for real. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's it was funny. We uh, we went out last night with some friends, and we got out for drinks afterwards. And we were coming out of this place, and uh, my wife was like, "Okay, there's a." She'll tell me, okay, there's a, there's a handrail on the right, you know, and we're coming up on steps. And so came down the steps and the guys that were, you know, the, the door guys and the bouncers, uh, were sitting outside and, uh, I came by and the guy said, Oh, I'm, he said, let me move this. I'm afraid I'll hit you. I said, nah, I got it, man. I'll fill it with my stick and go around. And, uh, one of them said something. The other guy said, "I don't know if I, if I would." He said, "If I would take that chance or not." He said, "That guy kind of looks like he turn around and just beat the shit out of." <laughs> and it made me laugh. You know, I, I just I couldn't help but chuckle. You know, they all were laughing. But like I said, man, the most frequently asked question I get is about my hearing. Like, is it better? Do you have super hearing? Yeah, and that. That becomes a complicated question. I wouldn't to, even go there. For, see, I guess I'm just in a different place. <laughs> I just yeah. assume already you would have pretty good hearing. I go into yeah. more more casual, com- you know, like, is there any, like, thing that you've noticed specifically about being, like, that nobody but a, a person who can't see would be like, oh, this is funny. Like, <laughs> how do you know when you're done wiping? You know what I'm saying? Like, that seems yeah. to be one for me that I go, that's tough. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> the, one of the best questions I ever got. This guy, we were going to Phoenix and uh, stopped at a rest stop. And this guy comes running up to me. And he's like, oh, man. He said, I, I see you're blind. I've got a question for you. And I'm like, oh, okay. Here goes. He, he said, how do you tell what kind of change do you have you have in your hand do you is it by weight or by size he said I, he said i wouldn't ask you this but me and my kids have been arguing about this for like two hours in the car and i said well it's by size you know right. i feel i can feel a different size 20 quarter and a nickel and a dime and a penny and he turns around and he yells at his kids burn and then he runs <laughs> back to <him. laughs> fuck you guys yeah <laughs> I don't, you know, it, it, it's funny because obviously anybody who's ever played like the would you rather, would you rather be deaf or blind? You know, that's a, a game that I think yeah. a lot of people have gotten into. And it's, I don't know, man. Like, I've thought about it. And I think I would rather be blind than deaf. But, like, I don't know. How different do you think the experience is from somebody who's born blind? Like, because you've actually seen things. So at least you have some point of a reference. You know what I mean? Like, to me, it seems like you would have 
a little bit of an advantage, but then again, like things change. So if you could see in the seventies, and then yeah, you know, you wouldn't know what a fucking iPhone is, or <laughs> or yeah, you know what? I I don't know because uh, I think they have people who've been blind their entire life have an advantage uh, in navigating and getting around because they start with that one from the beginning. Yeah, it's it's from the word go. Okay. That does make a little uh, more sense, I guess. Or at least they'd be more in tune with how to communicate. Yeah, and and so they they have learned, you know, from a very early age how to scope out a room, uh, you know, and be able to be able to see what well, not see, but be able to to know where things are. Right. Whereas a as a forty three year old man. Okay. Who lost his lost his <laughs> sight? I'm having to have somebody come in and train me how to do this. And you're just whacking stuff with a stick and trying to to get a bead for it. Yeah, and and trying to figure it out. Now, fortunately, I was a pretty cl- quick learner, mm-hmm. and so that that wasn't a, a, an issue. And I always laugh too because we'll have people over here at the house and I'll say, you know, you see me at the house and I move around the house easily and I, and I know where stuff is. So I just go in and grab what I need, you know, because I I know where it's at. Right. But I said, you want to watch me freak out, move something and don't tell me where you moved it. Yeah. That's, that's a a joke that I think I've heard somebody say before. Like (laughs) you want to know how to make a blind guy freak out? Move something. (laughs) It's true. It's, you're like an ant. If I just put a chair in your fucking way, you'd be like, ah, yeah. there's a goddamn ghost in here. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> it's instant anxiety is what it is. Oh, uh, shit. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Nah, man. It, it's, again, you know, it, it's it's life. You, uh, you know, what else are you going to do? Burt Kreischer had a joke about being blind, and he was like, how do you know, how do you make sure the coast is clear before you jerk off? He said, you're just sitting in a room, and you're like, hello? Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Anybody here? Huh? <laughs> yeah. And he said there'd always be that one guy that would be hanging out going, just wait, just wait. <laughs> <laughs> sitting over in the corner. Right. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Fuck. So you've you've had your hand in a lot of pie on the uh, the internet and podcast world. The uh, you're doing the smoke and mirrors thing. Was that one of the the most recent I guess podcast thing you were doing? Because you were with Bro Rons. I remember that. That was like where I first found you guys. And yeah, you know, kind of. I listened to. I'm not gonna lie to you. Probably about ten of those episodes. Yeah, it's this whole podcasting shit. It, it gets real hard because I guess. You feel guilty because if you want somebody to listen to your shit, you kind of got to listen to their shit. And sometimes you 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 match, and then you'll become like a, a listener. And then sometimes you don't, and then you don't want to be rude. But it's like I don't, I don't really listen every week, but I check it out yeah. once in a while, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, and and that's understandable, and that's it's it's that way with everything. Um, you know, I, I, okay, for me when I put out a show. I know not everyone is is going to like what it is that I do, right? Or or and with the Brorons, it 
really it started out just with me and my brother deciding we wanted to hang out with each other and have a little fun. Right. And that's all it was. And then it, it honestly, it did kind of blow up. And uh, we had we had a lot of listeners. And it, but it became a thing where, because of the subject matter that we covered. Right. Uh, we just got frustrated with the world, man. <laughs> you know, you can only, you can only cover so much stupid crap before you, you think to yourself, my God, right? you know, I, I got to get away from this for a while because it, this is depressing as hell. I don't fuck with a lot of that, uh, the news feeds and stuff like, you know, I hear about what happens. It just, I look at it and then I move on to something else, man. It's. I don't understand the people that nowadays will sit like the uh, really, really for or really, really against our president uh, yeah. thing. Like that one gets really rough. Just yeah. if I ever want to feel depressed, I mean, I just I'll go look at some stuff and then realize that somebody actually typed it. Like <laughs> that's that's a person that sent yeah. that message right there. <laughs> and well, they have and, you know, and we made fun. We made fun of politics. And we made fun. I mean, we made fun of just about everything. And yeah. for me, uh, and, and I kind of told you this one other time. For me, comedy's like a gun. All right, I'm going to put it out there, and what you choose to do with it is is your own deal. Uh, but I I used comedy as a weapon to kind of make a statement. All right, and and. I wanted to point out how stupid things were like racism and, and, uh, you know, the whole us versus them mentality and, and, and just the stupid things that people do. And I, I, I really, you know, you either got it or you didn't. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed it. You know, I just, I had a lot of the stuff to listen to. Oh no, no. I mean, even with that, you know, like I said, no, I, I, I mean, it, 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 it was well produced, it, well thought out. I like the structure of the show. That was that was the point. So I appreciate that that work. Yeah, and and I've had you know I had people tell me, well you know I wish you had just done more of yourselves instead of like because I would do we would do skits and everything else, but they all had a purpose behind them. Right. You know, like I said, it was like using a hammer uh, to beat in a point. Uh, but you know that's not for everyone. And so, you know, I didn't care if somebody said, hey, I don't like your show. Okay, well, you know, I understand it's not for everyone. Right. Uh, and that was actually the second show that I had done because the show previous to that, I actually did a mental health broadcast where I chronicled uh, the situation of me losing or, my one, my mom going through uh, breast cancer, my father-in-law dying of, of brain cancer, and me losing my vision. That all occurred in a year. So is that out there now? Like to listen? Well, no. It's that's been it's you been just... pulled down for a long time. Yeah. Uh, but I did that for probably about a year and a half, and uh, it got it got to the point that it got so heavy for me that I had to just, 
I, I had to just walk away from it. Uh, but I, you know, I just laid it out there. And if people wanted to listen to it, fine. If they didn't want to listen, if they got something out of it, fine. If they didn't get anything out of it, that's fine too. It was, it was literally therapy for me. People react a lot differently to death. And that's why I'm curious, like if that was something that was available, because I'd be, I'd be interested to hear it. You know, I have experienced it enough in my life that I think I have my way of, of kind of moving past it. Um, it doesn't get any easier, really, I, but I, I'm, I've seen a lot of different people react to people kind of going through things, and I find that kind of a, not amusing, fascinating, you know, something yeah. to sit there and just see, kind of watch a person process stuff. Yeah, because what do, you, what do you say to them, honestly? What do you say to somebody that's going through that? You don't say, you know, you can't go up and go, oh, man, you know, here, let me say something that's going to make you feel better. Not unless you've lived it yourself, and even then, like, hey, me too, man. <laughs> that's yeah. What you know, the best thing to say is, I understand. And you hopefully know. you do. You know, that's probably the difficult part is actually relating to, like, somebody who's going through a different kind of situation. You know, losing a brother or, or a child or, you know, a fucking a spouse. There's all kinds of shit that I don't. I've never experienced that. I don't yeah, really want to, but I've experienced a lot of fucked up shit, and I'll try to be, you know, as helpful, empathetic as I can be. But, man, there's some really cruel things in this world that people have to work through, and uh, some people don't make it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and, and uh, I mean, I got a guy that was the... Uh, illustrator for my comic he lost he lost a son and uh i couldn't imagine uh, it's, uh, the it's loss a of lot a child. harder now to think about it like if it had been 10 years ago you know like i don't i think i've definitely gotten better about you know caring yeah but what really sucks is the kid is like a new level of that and yeah. you feel it i when the baby was born, you know, I just kind of hung around in the hospital room and everybody else passed the baby around and shit like that. So after everybody cleared out, you know, the nurse lady was like, hey, do you want to hold him? And I was like, sure. <laughs> you know, it's like, because at that point, nobody even offered, you know, they yeah. just were passing him around and shit. Then when they put that little baby in my hands, man, like shit yep. got real. Change your life. It really did, you know, up until that point. Um, shit had been real dicey. <laughs> and so yeah. the, that moment was kind of like, oh, this is real now. <laughs> yeah. You know. I, I, and I've told this story a million times. Uh, when my oldest daughter, my oldest daughter turned 22 today. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> and uh, the day she was born, uh, the doctor had not made it into the hospital, uh, yet the nurse ha- was out of the room, uh, calling to find out where he was. Fortunately, my mom was a nurse. It was me and my mom there. We delivered my, we delivered my, my daughter. Oh shit. All right. And I always said it was, it was weird because, you know, I mean, I'd, 
much. I did my fair share of drugs. I fought. I, you know, I, I did a lot of things uh, when I was young. And the moment I, I caught her, and she came out, and I looked down, the immediate thought that went through my head was, you are the example. This this baby is going to look at you their entire life and emulate what you do. And that shit changed my life. It's been really weird, man. Like, I didn't, didn't have a lot of positive influence from anybody, especially male, you know? Uh, yeah. So I, it's been a, a learning curve. I have my days, you know, where I'm probably not as good of a daddy as I should be. Not that I'm do anything bad. It's just that I should be a little more attentive, a little more playful. You know, I tr- I'm really I'm trying. You know, it's just it's tough. It's a process. But, yeah, at the end of the day, you know, you can only do the best you can do. It gets better that's, because now he can talk. Yeah, and I think that's uh, that's really helped to to you know communication is the key, man. <laughs> and I and I ain't gonna lie, man. Your first kid is an experiment, right? because <laughs> you know you I think never I, had any experience raising a kid it's so weird like they don't give you a fucking book they barely tell you what's gonna happen when you leave the hospital they're just like here's some <laughs> diapers um and these little bottles and these booties and hey by the way you owe us like 10 grand but it's cool yeah. cause you can make payments you know what I'm saying just peace yeah. out hey did you bring a car seat Oh yeah, you're gonna need one of those. <laughs> like it's. <sighs> I don't understand how people do it more than once. Cause yeah, it was when I was a kid. I don't know if it's the the information that was presented to me or if it was just my own personal thing. But I thought like if you put like cum inside of a vagina, then a baby happened. So, like, I, for the longest time, I, I would not, you know, I'd either wrap up or whatever. It was actually kind of tough making sure that you get it at the right time and, you know. Yeah. I don't yeah. understand these people that are like, oh, no, we're pregnant. It's like, you, you nasty. Like, what did you do? You knew when you were going to be fucking ovulating. You can feel that shit. And you. Why did you let him leave it inside? You should tell him to get out. What the fuck is wrong with you guys? So I don't have a lot of pity for these people that are like, ah, oh, you know, I, I fucking, I messed up. It's like, yeah, you did. You're you're yep. retarded. You're a person who doesn't, you know, you 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 can't make rational decisions in that moment. I guess I, I don't know what to tell you. That's weird. <laughs> now, with with my first daughter, she's by my first wife. And she could get she could get pregnant just by drinking the water. That's so you know, crazy. I mean, she she just would spit them out, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and she's had several other kids since you know, since mine. But with when uh, now I have now I have a thirteen year old uh, stepdaughter who I don't call my stepdaughter. She's my daughter, man. I've raised her for a long time now. But uh, my son who was by my second wife, uh, he's seven. And it was hard work to bring him into the world because there was 
you know, she had a ton of miscarriages and, and you just, you had to get it, uh, you know, like you said, it's the right time, right place. And then you had to go to the doctor and make sure, you know, that, that the type of, of vitamins and, and everything else that she was getting was correct for her to be able to carry the baby. And, and, um, I mean, it was, it was a process and it was expensive. Uh, but it, it's so weird how different I, I raised my boy than than how I raised my my daughter. It's, it's just a completely different scenario. Well, I guess starting from like a baby, baby, you know, that's where you, the boy you've had the whole time. Yeah, that's so you said your second. Yeah, okay. Sorry, I'm yeah. getting shit straight in my head here. No, nah, yeah, my oldest daughter is by my first wife. My, I've been married three times. Congratulations! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, Bless. mental disorders. Bless you. <laughs> the best. Bless you. Uh, uh, but, uh, and my son is by my second wife. Right. And then now you when I married my third wife, stepdaughter. Got it. Yeah, I have a okay. I have a thirteen year old stepdaughter, and she's, I, she's the sweetest thing. I love her to death. Right. Uh, but hey, know, that's and, good because from what I understand, these teenagers today can be a real pain in the ass. So oh, I'm yeah. glad that you obviously have a good relationship because these well, kids need some guidance. We need daddies in the world. It's a it's a big problem, but I, I feel like it's getting a little better. It's just now the parents that you know are around aren't paying as much attention as they should. I think. I think that's the issue. Too yeah, much interaction, too much uh, stimulation kids get ipads the parents have cell phones and you're off in your own little thing and yeah my now my boy his mom bought him a bought him a uh a, a tablet right but when he comes here he can only be on it for a, a limited time each day and then the rest of the time you know we're hanging out with him you know, I want to play games or, or we'll go out and go swimming or, you know, just something that's we're doing that doesn't involve, you know, the electronic shit. Right. And, uh, I mean, you know, for, with, for me, now that was something else that was hard too, was after going blind because I always, I loved playing basketball and football and, and crap like that. And that was something that I wanted to be able to do with my boy. And, you know, that those things just aren't going to happen. I mean, you can get a Nerf ball and a helmet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Give it a shot. <laughs> Don't be scared, man. I, th- I believe in you. You can have one of your other kids stand there and feed you the ball, feed him the rock, and just take shots at him. And then That's you can right. just peg your ass with a helmet on and you'll be fine. It's a good plan. Yeah, <laughs> he could come up behind me while I didn't know he was there, kick me in the balls, and leave me. <laughs> well, I mean, you have to you have to keep maintain that respect for your son. You know, obviously, if you hit him, don't hit him again right away. Let him <laughs> let him pick yeah, you he, back. He's uh he's done uh he's done karate for a bit, and he's got a pretty nasty front kick that I really wouldn't want to take to the groin. Uh, <laughs> There's a lot of people that are getting their kids into like uh, martial arts and MMA and shit nowadays, and it's crazy because I always think, "Are you taking the class too, motherfucker?" Because <laughs> the last time I checked, I don't want some goddamn ninja 
some some 85 pound ninja in my fucking living room and i say hey man let me get that tablet and he's like no i'm fine he go hey <laughs> what are you gonna do what i'm gonna get a fucking uh, an arm bar from an eight-year-old no thank you i'm i'm I put it in his head early, just like my dad put it in our heads early, where he said he used to tell us, I don't care if I'm 85 years old and in a wheelchair. You ever step up to me, and I'm going to beat you down so bad. <laughs> I'm going to fuck you up. I'm going to take my shoe off and hit you with it. You understand me? <laughs> yeah. You got you to gotta implant that in their brain early. <laughs> That's that real dad shit. <sighs> Man, so what... What all you got going on right now, man? I know we, you kind of brushed over it there. I, I'm not big into uh, like graphic novels or comic books, but I know that you wrote one. Did you uh, did you write and and draw and, and illustrate and all that shit too? No, I it? didn't. I didn't illustrate. No, because uh, that would have been some shit. Yeah, <laughs> it would have. It would have looked like it too. You should just uh, put that on the goddamn title and just say like, yeah, I I, I did it all. <laughs> <laughs> pretty good yeah. uh i've got one that's published but i've written lord one two three four five so these are uh, graphic novels like the walking dead and shit like that or is it like a comic book what no it's a it's comic books now the first one that i put out i've i'm i'm starting to work on writing the second one in that series okay but then i've written two actually of uh the big pimpin comics uh and then or uh, actually they're just called pimp uh which is paranormal investigating motherfuckers which is it's just a paranormal comedy and then i wrote uh co-wrote a uh western called saint judas and then i wrote a uh six-page short uh, story for an anthology that's called uh, The Maze. And so, yeah, it, it's, it, man, with with, uh, with independent comics, you know, it, it's all coming out of your pocket. Yeah. Uh, the pool's big, though. I mean, that's, at least you have a chance to find your market, and that's good. So, yeah. it's not like there's a shortage of fans, you know, it's not yeah, model airplanes you know, and shit. You actually, it, it's weird though because you know most fans are the DC and the Marvel fans, and they they don't want to look twice at anything else. Uh, but what people I think don't realize is that a lot of the best stories are sitting out there in the independents. You know the the illustration may not be as flashy, uh, the covers may not be as flashy. But the stories are better. Don't judge a book by its cover, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, and, and you want your cover to catch people's eyes. Don't get me wrong, man. That's you know, that's part of it. And you want, like, okay, when I when I did that last comic, I have to I have to hire an illustrator, uh, I have to hire a colorist, and I have to hire a letterer. Because any of those things, if they're done wrong, can ruin a comic. Right, it has to. There's definitely a formula to it, I'm sure. Yeah, and so uh, it's it's just it's just a process, and it's tough, man. Because if if I if you could do everything yourself, it would still be hard. But when you got a 
gather a group of three or four people from around the world to do a project, it's a pain in the dick. I can't imagine. It's hard enough to get one fucking person from, you know, a couple states over. Shit. (laughs) But, yeah, I I mean, I enjoy it. I enjoy writing stories. Man, I I like entertaining people. You know, I can tell, man. A lot of one thing I will say, I've listened to probably three or four of your your shows, your podcasts, whatever it is, and uh, it's well produced. And usually, it's whatever you're going for. If it's informative and and you know ghost related stuff, then it's it's done well. And if it's funny, then you're at least taking the shot. Might not be a cup of tea, but uh, it, it's at least uh, thought out. You know. Yeah. It's hard to yeah. find nowadays, man. It seems, and I don't mean to shit on anybody because there are good and bad. I myself am not great at podcasting, but it is kind of the thing to do. So there's every day some shit rolling in, and you know you get your moment to kind of be judgy and be like, "Well, they're not even using microphones," you know, shit like yeah. that. That's what you <laughs> you kind of do. So you got to watch that and not become a shithead. But yeah, it's it's. It- a culture it's like a lot of people doing this shit right now so you just gotta mingle man you gotta get in there and mix it up yeah and it's it's content a lot of it's content man if if you don't have if you don't have good content i don't care how how well produced it is because i've heard some shows that were produced well but they sucked you know they just they were terrible and and i you know i I'm not going to name names or anything else, but you just scratch your head and think to yourself, man, did you not put any thought into this? Right. This is not for me. No. (laughs) This is... Yeah. It's interesting. A lot of those is when you get uh, several people at once. Those are really confusing. Yeah. Hey, me and Tim and Bobby... And that's Mark and his girlfriend, Rhonda. <laughs> and uh, this is Ted from across the street. And, uh, you know, we're all hanging out and we're going to talk about uh, Flat Earth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and, and some of it, too, man. If you're going to have co-hosts, have chemistry with them. Right. Which is, uh, I mean, part of the reason why when I did Bro Rons, we did it, I did it with my brother, man. I knew we had chemistry already. You know, 40 years of being together has got to lead to something. And then uh, with Smoke and Mirrors, I do that one with my wife. And so, you know, there was an automatic chemistry there. Um, even though it took her it took her a couple of episodes to come out of her shell. Because uh, she wasn't, like, she wasn't comfortable behind a microphone. Right. Uh, but once she once she found that comfort level, then I think the show became better because then she would she would stand in and argue with me if she thought I was wrong on a point, right? And uh, she cracked jokes and and you know just she, she's always man always because that show I try to keep you know clean for kids you know so if somebody's listening to it and the kid listens to it they can listen to it too, right? But she's always kind of a loose cannon, and she'll end up saying something. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it, 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 all, it always kind of makes me laugh because she'll catch me off guard, you know, and I'll just be like, man. <laughs> but I got to leave that in there. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to cut that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's too Warning. funny to cut. 
I don't know, man. It's I try to do with with strangers. I feel like that's when I have the best conversations because I don't know. I have no expectations, you know. Yeah. Uh, when I talk to people I know, I feel like it gets a little too friendly. And yeah. Not that it's not entertaining. It's just there's going to be maybe a few more inside references or jokes or something that if you're a, one, a first-time listener, you're probably not going to catch it. But the people yeah. that know, know, and they're going to be like, ah, shit. And, yeah, so it's it's weird. I don't know. Uh, and I tell you, I'll tell you, it's doing what you do, which is having guests on, you know, continuously. That's hard. People don't realize how hard that is. You got to you, you got to get people lined up. That's it. <laughs> and and they have to, you know, I I've had so many people bail on me uh for smoking mirrors where we'd have them lined up and then they just bail last minute. And you're like, "All right, well, I guess what we were talking about, we ain't going to do this time, so now I got to prepare a whole new show." Right. And man, you know, so I I give you all the credit in the world, and and I like the format that you have because it's just it's just a sit down talk, and it gets as deep as it gets. Yeah, man, I'm here to meet you. Yeah, so it's and, when I listen to your products or I listen to your shows, I have a point of reference. You yeah, know, if it's a joke that you say, I I get it. You know, this is his sense of humor. You know, I like to have these things with the hosts and people like that to be able to sit down and kind of feel them out a little. Yeah, and it was like, okay, so when I listen to, you know, I listen to Who's Right, too. And I know you do, too. And when you had Doug on from Who's Right, that was an an, inter, uh, an entertaining show to me uh, because I've listened to enough Who's Right that I kind of got a feel for his sense of humor. And then when you mix your sense of humor with his, it just it played off each other well. And then, and then you got into the deep stuff. And oh, I'm always down for some deep stuff. That's my, that's <laughs> my specialty. <laughs> and then for me, that was it was an entertaining, entertaining show. Yeah. Well, I think it's it's. Okay. It is very cliche to say, well, this is my therapy. This is what I do to, you know, thing. It's the truth for somebody like me. Like, this is my moment to speak with people, and I try to find people that maybe have had some of the same experiences. So, if there's something that I'm working out, maybe just talking about some shit, you know, helps me to, to rationalize that a little better. And I imagine if it works for me, it probably works for the other person, too, unless it's something that's really depressing. And it's like, okay. Because we talked... Uh, we talked about Doug basically, you know, wanting to commit suicide at one point. I've never yeah. been there. <laughs> you know, I've almost died myself. So I have yeah. a, an odd love for my life. I have a lack of faith. And, you know, in my mind, like when it happens, that's it, bro. Unplug the TV. That's what's up. Yeah. So it scares me a little. And I try not to, to waste the moments anymore. But at the same time, like anybody it, it, who's who's ready to unplug the TV, as I put it, to me is is interesting. Like I'm, how how did you get there? 
you know, where did you go from there? Because obviously you're still here. So, like, yeah. what happened? That's that's a real big fucking hole to step in. And, you know, I'm, I'm curious. That's why another thing that made that interesting to me, because, you know, I've been there. I, you know, I, I and so to hear someone else's experience uh, who's been there, I, this, no kidding. And I, we told this story, I think, on Bro Rons actually one time was that uh, when I was four years old, I hung myself. Really? Like officially? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, my, okay. My, my father, uh, when I was small, uh, because we, we were, you know, we were poor, but my dad worked two jobs and then he also preached. He was a preacher. And at that time, you know, I mean, this and this is why I have I got an issue with religion that I'm just not going to get into. But oh yeah, no, no. <laughs> uh, but he didn't make anything doing that. You know, I mean, so here we were. They would what they would do to him was is uh, he would go to a church. They send him to a church that that didn't have anybody there. He'd build up the congregation, then they would move him somewhere else. So he was and like a thunder preacher, like a yeah, hellfire brimstone and all. Oh that yeah, stuff. he'd bring him in. Yeah, now I, I here's the thing: he had the gift. I give the man that man. He had he he had the gift. He could make you feel something, and that was what his gift was. When he spoke, he could make you feel it. And uh, but eventually, I mean, he had to he had to get out of because. With working all the time and then doing that, he had a heart attack, and he was only 38 years old. Oh, shit. And uh, the doctor said, look, something's got to give here. And uh, he said, well, you know, my my life and my kids are more important to me than this. And so that was that. Was that. But anyway, uh, the long story short to get around to that was we lived in a little trailer right next to the church that he preached at. Right. Call and, that a parsonage. Uh, <laughs> I was, I was in the back and I had tied the rope around the, the back door handle. Uh-huh. And it was like a deck, little deck there and, uh, put my head through and dropped right off. And, uh, uh, my mom just happened to come walking out the back door of the church and saw me, my eyes had rolled up in the back of my head and uh, she did mouth-to-mouth resuscitation on me and brought me back. And, and I, I still to this day, I can remember the rope burns and the, the how bad they hurt and the smell of that salve. But uh, then, you know, a couple of other times in my life, man, you know, and the last time was uh, really uh, was after my second wife. Because after my son was born, and then I went blind in that right eye, and then... Like later on that year, she just just told me, you know, I don't want to be married anymore, hmm. and it, it caught me out of the blue, you know. And so, all of a sudden, here I am. Uh, Your whole goddamn you know, world's coming down around you, man. Yeah, like, 38 year old man. You got uh, a teenage daughter from another yeah. woman, and and suddenly, I'm. I'm stuck back living, you know, I, I didn't have anywhere to go. So I had to go back to my parents. 
uh, you know, and then here I am. Uh, it was rolling up. I'll never forget. It was rolling up on, on New Year's Day. And my parents were gone. They were gone to Texas because now every year in wintertime, they're old, so they go to Texas. Uh, they fly south. <laughs> I think that's what yeah. they either go to Florida or Texas. That's what old people do. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I think they're called know, snowbirds or some shit like that. I've yeah, heard yeah. We got the condo yeah. down in Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> so I, I'm. I never forget. I I clean my I clean my mom and dad's house, and then I I took the gun and went and sat outside because I didn't want to make a mess in the house. Yeah. And what kind of gun was it? It was a thirty-eight. And so, uh, you know, it's weird because I, I I tell people, and it sounds it sounds odd. Uh, it wasn't it wasn't necessarily my love for my kids that kept me from doing it. And I love my kids. I love my kids more than anything. It was the sense of responsibility. It was the 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 thought that, okay, you have a responsibility to take care of, and if you do this, you're you're copping out. Right. I think that's my biggest problem with it now. To be honest with you, I, I feel like as a parent, you have a responsibility. And people say, "Don't live for your kids." I get that. I'm not saying you know you're supposed to devote your living life to your kids but what i'm saying is is your responsibility is you have to be there yeah you have to at least give them the fucking option whether or not they want it that's up to them but that is your responsibility as a parent to at least be there so like this whole bourdain shit where he you know hung himself that really fucking bothers me not because he's famous and rich and all this other bullshit but it's like he had a daughter an 11 year old daughter Dude, yeah. Like, where are you at in your life where you just go, nah? Kurt Cobain, he had a little kid, a little daughter. Yeah. Blew his fucking head across the living room, allegedly. It's, um, that's a very strange one to people that have children. Like, I, I usually will chalk it up to just really, really hating somebody, whether it be your wife, spouse, your parents, whatever they did to you. You know, there's something burning inside there that I guess you decide that's how you make it go away. Yeah. I'm curious and about the, the when you were younger, like, you know, little kids instinctively will try to hang themselves with shit. That's why you got to put, you know, ropes for fucking blinds and shit up. So did you, were you just a little kid that tied some shit around your neck and jumped off the porch? Like, did you know what hanging yourself no, was you know, before? I, did you I, see that I in a movie think, or something? I don't know. You know, I, I don't, I I don't remember. I always told people. Forrest well, Tough. I think I, think I, I was playing Batman or something. Okay, maybe. But, but the truth of the matter is, I don't remember. That's that's the real truth. The real truth is that I, you know what? I don't know what went through my mind. You're uh, very young, I, man. Like some of the first memories that I have, the bad ones, are from about four years old. Yeah. So I know, like, even at that point, it's got to be something hella traumatic or or joyous to be able to to stick around for that fucking long. Yeah. It uh, it's weird because 
It's just, I guess, a little strange. You're not strange. I'm not trying just to hang yourself like, God damn, did you feel the weight at four, man? Like, what was yeah, going uh, on? Uh, or did you just fuck around and go, hey, look, check this shit out? Because I could definitely see that happening with these yeah. kids. They're fucking dumb. <laughs> yeah, they they are. It, but the the thing is, and I and this is true too, that uh, from a very early age, I was self aware, and I was I was aware that I wasn't quite like everybody else. Yeah. You know, you you can look at them and you feel like, okay, well, I'm separate from from them, and so it, it's. You know, and I don't know whether it was because one, I mean, and you know, well, I don't know if you went through this or not, and I, but I know you grew up poor. Right. When you when when we were kids in the seventies, and you were poor, other kids didn't want anything to do with you. I have I had one friend come over to my house one time, from like elementary school ever. And then after that, it was really gross. So like nobody came hardly after that. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then we had the the added extra bonus of being the preacher's kids. Yeah. And so, you know, like I said early on, you, you kind of have this, or I did. I had this idea that okay, well, you know, I'm different than than all of these people. And so it's, you know, but like I said, honestly, I don't remember why I did it. It could have been, could have been me being stupid. Right, right. And I'm just you know, curious. And, I didn't know if like you had been going through some other shit, dude. It's, I've been beaten a lot in my life. I was beaten as an infant. I think again as a smaller child, and then throughout like probably ten to fit till my accident, so ten to sixteen, six years solid of like real, real like bully like you know, aggressive treatment from my grandma. So like, that's my, yeah. my thing. And so I was curious if like you were already going through some shit or if like, was your guy, your dad, you know, abusive no, in any way, or you just, no. you probably were just fucking around and slipped and hung yourself. It's just yeah, funny man. when you said it, I think hanging yourself of like, well, it's been real rough and daddy hadn't hit me all day. So I'm, yeah. I'm, so I'm just trying to figure out where you're at. <laughs> While you're sitting yeah. in this lawn chair in your parents' front yard, fixing to uh, to make this decision, so I'm sorry. I'm just trying to nah, get in your headspace. No, that's okay. But it's like I said. No, my mom and dad, dude. You know, I. It's always funny. I always tell people, man. I, every every ass whipping I ever got, I deserved, and I probably deserved a lot more than I ever got. Right. Uh, so, so as far as that went, man. You know, when I needed it, they gave it to me. Uh, and, but it, it's, it's funny to me sometimes too, now that like there'll be some kids that say, well, I got spanked. My parents abused me. No, they didn't abuse you. They spanked your ass. Yeah. You don't know, dude. Yeah. You <laughs> don't, don't know what abuse is. When you, you know, when they're not punching says, you in the face. Right, right, right. That's when, when I asked you about legally blind, it's when people say I was abused. Like, do you get it? You've been hit with a coat hanger. You've been hit with a yeah. water hose, an extension cord, fucking shoes, belts, buckles. You know what I'm saying? Like, we can talk about it if you want to. And then these people are like, well, no, I mean, like, you know, when I was being an asshole, you know, my dad <laughs> would whip my ass. I'm like, okay. Like, no, that's shit you deserve. 
I was an only child. I got all the ass whippings. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't blame that shit on anybody else. It's just like, I'm here. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> it sucks. The other, the other thing, too, was, and I grew up, okay, I, had, I have an issue that's called sensory processing disorder. And uh, what that is, and this is where we get to the, the hearing thing. There's multiple types. The type that I got was that um, I could hear everything. Uh, I had a heightened sense of smell, uh, of touch, like if if someone would touch me and make my skin crawl. Um, people people stunk to me. Oh shit! Uh, and. Like if okay, I always tell people if I went into a room and there was thirty different conversations going on, I'd hear twenty eight of them and be processing them all. You you hear things and you learn things that you never ever wanted to hear or learn. Uh, and so, because of that, one of the other parts of that of that issue is that you crave fighting. Really? And oh yeah. So uh, you mean just like confrontation or getting punched in the head? Yeah, getting punching when it's throwing down. And so when I was young, and like I said, all the way up into my twenties, uh, it was that was a problem for me uh, because, and I later found out it's because you're always at a heightened state of alert. And uh, the adrenaline yeah. rush of it is soothing to you. I feel like I've heard about this before, like something that happens with people that lose a sensor, sensory thing. Yeah, and, and there are different levels of it. And I'm, I'm on one end of the spectrum where you can have some people who don't feel pain. They don't feel hunger. They maybe aren't able to walk because that sense, the sensory is just not there. And and I got the the other side, the uh, where it's just hyper right. sensitive all the time. And uh, now, of course, I'm on medication, and that that takes care of it. And it dulls everything down enough to where it it doesn't it doesn't bother me. But it causes depression and anxiety. And so, uh, you know, it's it's kind of a catch twenty two. Uh, but you, you feel know, like you feel like you've figured out how to kind of manage it better now. That I mean, it's been a few oh, years, yeah. but you're obviously still pretty, pretty early on. Yeah, it's uh, every day you is know, a like, winding road. Yeah, every day's yeah, every day's uh, a different struggle, man. You know, you you, you get up and it, you don't have any intention of things going sideways, uh, but they can. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, fortunately, man, my wife now, uh, every once in a while, man, she'll give me a good swift verbal kick in the ass. Nice. They say the third time's a charm, D. Yeah. (laughs) It's, uh, I, I told her, I told her what I said. One of the things that I love about her is that she's got the balls to stand in with me sometimes whenever I'm. You know, I'm being a, I'm being an ass. Kind of spinning out. Yeah. 
I have so, those. I have those moments. It, it, it's it, weird, man, because you don't even feel it. It's just all of a sudden you kind of go. You, you. It's it's hard to explain, but anybody that knows what I'm talking about knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, you don't even mean it's to. A, it's like a reflex, like somebody poking you, and you just you you kind of strike back. Yeah, and then it's yep. like I just want to stop. Just stop. Don't fucking say yeah. anything else. <laughs> and then <laughs> just say something, and then you're like, all right. I'm trying real fucking hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and, uh, for people who, okay, now you got people that'll say, well, yeah, I'm depressed, but it's like the blues, right? You know, they, they're, they're sad for a couple of days and then it goes away. That's my shit. And I would never admit to having clinical depression. I, I get that stuff where people like can't get out of bed. I know that's a real thing. Yeah. I'm just not it. I'll have grumpy days cranky where i'm just sitting around and just everything kind of sucks and it's like i'm broke you know what i'm saying i got no friends i work a fucking 12 hour day you know you just sit there and kind of in your own shit for a minute and then you know the next day you get up you jerk off you have a cup of coffee (laughs) and you're like paydays in two days whatever fuck it we'll get through it you know it's (laughs) you figure it out that was that was a big thing for me for a long time because see, I had to fight, I had to fight disability for almost two and a half years. Like they were trying to take disability payments from you. Or? No, they wouldn't. They wouldn't give me disability. Really? Like, even with the having, yeah, your your, your medical paperwork and everything. Yeah, they were like, oh yeah. Uh, the Social Security Department is one of the biggest set of assholes there is. Now, if, if I've seen people that milk the system, legally, you know, hey, legally I, blind people, is that what you're talking about? Well, Dave? no, I'm talking about people that'll, you know, <laughs> oh man, I hurt my back or, oh, you know, I'm an alcoholic. Right. Oh, okay. What, why are you getting disability? You know, I used to drink like a fish and showed up for work. <laughs> yeah, I could work and drink. I'm twice as good <laughs> as you. Fuck off. <laughs> so, but. You know, then whenever you got something, I mean, I paid in. I started working when I was 12 years old. You know, I, I've, I've paid in my taxes. It wasn't like I, I'm just, you know, never never worked a job, never did anything, and then just went, oh, man, I sure want some of that easy money from disability. Right. You know, they're going to give me a quarter of what I was making. Which wasn't probably a whole, whole lot, you know, yeah. considering you were still the working the working years of your life. So, and, but I mean, they, they eventually it went to a judge and I had a court date set up and, uh, the judge just canceled the court date and we were like, okay, why'd he cancel it? Well, he canceled it because when he read through the paperwork, he said, there's no reason for this to go to court. He actually put in his decision that the people at Social Security were a bunch of idiots. Okay, cool. And that I that I should have gotten it from day one. Yeah. But I mean, they it it's one of the most going through that was one of the most humiliating experiences I've ever been through because they they treat you like you're some kind of con artist. Right. Well, I guess look, if you were gonna pretend to be anything. 
Blind or deaf is probably a good one if you could just sit there and and zone out, close your eyes or something. So maybe well, people do that, or they just like you said, maybe they get a little bit of a blur from you know whatever. You get older and your fucking eyes start to get shitty. That's just you got the shitty eyes. Yeah, but people that will say like, well, I can't read more than my arm's length in front of my face. I I can't work now. I yeah, can't but, drive. I can't do you know. And then, here's the here's the thing. It's a it's. It's hard to go in and fool those scans because I've had I've had so many different scans of my eyes. You can't you can't just go in and fool those. Or you they fry your fucking eyeballs? <laughs> That's the punishment. If <laughs> you go in yeah. there, they're they're radiating your goddamn eyeballs. You're like, I mean, oh shit! And and the thing was, <laughs> like my lawyer the lawyer that I had, he told me, he said, there's a guy coming in right now. He said that he said, I know he's, he's lying. He's, he's pretending to be blind. And he said, if you ran into him, you'd be so pissed off. He said, you'd lose your mind. If you ran into him, it'd be a miracle. If you're both. Yeah. Blind, right. <laughs> well, cause he said, you know, he said he doesn't have any paperwork. He doesn't have anything. It's just him saying he's blind. <laughs> see, what, right. see what I'm saying? Dude, yeah. There he and is, he right said, there. Yeah, and he said, but but it wasn't like that with me. I went in, when I went in to, to apply, I had all this paperwork. <laughs> all right? I'm just blind. Yeah, I mean, you Can't know. see. <laughs> so, but, you know, I had all these, these reports from doctors and, and specialists and everything else going, yep, he's blind. You know, <laughs> but with, with this guy... You know, he's just, he said he, he, okay, he, he's, he just went and got a, like a stick somehow. Now for me, the way I got my walking stick was I actually had to have the, uh, Tennessee department of the blind come out, check all my paperwork from my doctors, right? Do the assessment. And then say, yes, he needs he needs this stick, and we've got to send somebody out here to train him on how to use it. That's crazy. Is there anything special about the stick, D? Uh, okay. Have a sensor or something? Because you see what no, I'm saying? Like, is it like a badge in that sense? Like you just you're registered, and now you're the only person that can have that stick. It's not well, no. like you couldn't just go get one, I guess, right? Or is it like that? I to be honest i didn't if if it is i didn't know it huh. but uh, the thing was like on mine i have uh a white circle it's it's white with a sorry is it white with a red circle or red with a white circle it's white with a red circle okay okay one red circle means you're blind two red circles means you're blind and deaf okay okay but Making a note uh, right now, say so I don't hit anybody with my fucking car. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, like, there's a lot of little things that, like I said, you don't realize. Like, uh, there's a proper way to use the stick. Uh, you know, in order to be able to keep yourself in a straight line uh, when when you're walking. Uh, if you're walking toward traffic, how do you how do you determine when you're able to go? Uh, to cross a street. Uh, how do you know that you're coming up on a uh, on a crosswalk? 
there's there's little things there's little bumps on the on the on sidewalks and stuff i mean there's they've put in things for for blind people but unless you know how to do it you know you're just out there swinging a stick that's a really good point i guess i've never actually thought about it but there's got to be a technique otherwise you're just out there freelancing it walking into fucking people's tables and cars and shit yeah (laughs) tripping over trees part of it is using okay if i go into a place that i don't know uh and my wife say my wife isn't there to guide me okay i'll take my stick and walk the perimeter right you go to the right or the left I usually start go the right because I'm right-handed. Right. It's it's just the most natural thing for me. So walk the perimeter. Then you move in, and determine if there's any things that are in your way, or or straight lines. And then you're and you're listening uh, the entire time because you have to listen for are are there people coming? Uh, are they walking? Because you don't want to be a jerk and just smack the hell out of them with it. Now sometimes I do. Uh, I want to. But <laughs> excuse you know, me, whack, mother! I yeah. can't see anything. Whack. <laughs> but for the most part, you know, you want to you, you want to be civil, right? So uh, then, once you learn that area and you figure out where it, where it is in conjunction with the door, and then you can go, okay, I I know this area, and I can pretty much figure out how many steps. I have to take before I get to an area where there's a crossway or anything else. And uh, it was hilarious. We were at a, 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 I think we were at a Walmart. It was either a Walmart or, or a Kroger, and I don't remember which now. But this guy, we were coming down an aisleway, and this guy stopped me and he said, he said, okay, I've got to ask. And I said, okay. And he said, when you're using that stick, is it like Daredevil? When you're tapping and you see the, you can see, and I'm like, no, I don't, <laughs> Not at I don't all. see shit. Fuck <laughs> I said, but I, I have to listen. And I said, I can hear, like, I can hear people coming from my left. And, uh, you know, you can kind of gauge how far away they are based on how loud the footsteps are. Right. I know when my wife is coming. I don't have to. I don't have Hey-o. to. <laughs> yeah, that too. But, well, lucky uh, you. Don't fucking brag. No. <laughs> but uh, because of her gait pattern, the way she walks. Right. All right. I know. Uh, so when you walk into a room, is it almost like in your head you make like a blueprint? Yeah. Like literally, that, it's almost like drafting in your head. Like when you walk in, you're just feeling it. You're drawing like a floor plan as you're exactly, walking. Yeah, that's exactly the way to describe it. It's not bad. It seems like a pretty good plan. You're like a Roomba. Except you don't do all that other bullshit where you run across the room and into tables and shit. You just fill it out. And you're like, that's the living room. And I don't yeah. have to dig lid out of my teeth. Dude, I, I found my Roomba. Uh, we had one just to practice with. The goddamn thing pushed in one of our doors. Like I came home and the door was open and I heard it beeping. And I walked in. It was like a suicide. I walked in and it ran like under the bed and choked on a fucking like a cord or something. It was all turned upside down with the brushes wagging and shit. And I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, I never had any luck. We, I had one years ago. And the cat 
like it freaked the cat out to start with. <laughs> you know, the cat hated the damn thing, but it was always getting stuck like under the couch or just, you know, it just getting jammed up somewhere. I get drunk be and like, stare at it. I don't know if you ever had one of those, but I'd just be sitting in the living room hammered going, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you want to throw like paper and shit at it? <laughs> Pick this up. Right. Pick this up. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, we've been talking for a little bit, and uh, I didn't want to interrupt you. Uh, I've got one other topic that I want to talk about, but I might have to go take a piss. Would that be All okay? Right, that's or, fine. Like, yeah. what do you need to do? Do you need to get out here in just a minute? No, no, I can take a quick break too, though. Okay, cool. Let's do that, and uh, we'll reconvene. All right. All right. Bye. Bruce Lee's favorite thing to drink? Uh, high C. What Oh. <laughs> okay. Sorry, man. I sat here. I, I tried. I fought the urge to drink because what happens is I sit here and I drink beer and stuff and then I have to piss a lot. Well, I drank a, like a big glass of water and I drank most of that too. So I was sitting here going, God damn it. <laughs> I'm going to have to put a pause on this. Um, Okay, well, I'm going to cut all this shit. Anyway, so, we've covered some of the uh, the the ups and downs of your situation. And one thing that I find particularly amusing, uh, porno. So, <laughs> uh, now, I'm kind of sore on porn right now. I think I told you, and I mentioned it earlier, I had a little spat with some heifer on the internet yesterday. Whatever. People are silly. But I almost, I, I watched one of her porns out of spite. That's what I said. I, I've never done that. Been like, <laughs> fuck you. Because what happened is I made a comment and I was genuinely curious. Now I'm going to lay this whole fucking shit out because I, it's too big to type and I want to talk about it. So I wasn't even talking to her. This was something that was in a, a feed and it was basically this guy. And he said, you shouldn't watch on, you know, YouTube porn because it's like stealing it's way better to watch the stuff you pay for <laughs> so I, I was kind of trolling whatever and I said okay I, I agree that it's stealing parentheses 
It's not going to stop me from doing it. Uh, you know. <laughs> and then I said, <laughs> could you please explain to me how exactly it's better? Please. I'm curious. And uh, this heifer, like, got my sponsor, like, mentioned them, and said some shit like, I'm going to think about, you know, this person that you sponsor the next time I'm doing a shoot uh, because he supports taking money from the, the industry and blah, blah, fucking, you know, it was really harsh because I, I was asking a question and this bitch jumped on me and she was like, and by the way, go fuck yourself. So... <laughs> Caught me off guard, but it, nevertheless, the person uh, responded and said it's better because uh, it's personal. They can make it, you know. It, this video is made specifically for you. I said okay, like they say your name and shit. And he <laughs> said yeah. I said okay. So let me get this straight. You pay somebody money, and they fucking make a video for you. Yeah, yeah. Did your wife know about that? No, I don't tell her. Okay, cool, because let me tell you how this would go down in my house. <laughs> <laughs> if my wife found a video from a woman, especially if I paid for it, but even if I didn't, if it was a free video <laughs> that had my name in it and it was personalized for me, we have a problem, <laughs> yep. a real problem, because that's pretty much cheating. I'm Maybe I'm wrong, but in my opinion, that's if I found a picture of some dude... You know what I'm saying? Jacking his dick off and talking to my wife. I'd probably be like, hold on. Like, yeah. do you know this guy? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it wouldn't go well. So I'm saying, like, I would rather get caught yanking off to fucking free porno. <laughs> she might even join in than a goddamn video that I'm going to... So I said, respectfully, uh, my choice is clear. I'm going to stick to the fucking the free stuff. And then I went and watched that lady's porno that was on for free on that's almost like revenge sex yeah yeah it was a pov too i was just like what's up girl <laughs> bitch and not bitch in the sense of she's a woman bitches in a sense of she did something really fucking mean for no reason because i was asking a question yeah that'd be the kind that you'd punch in the back of the head and <laughs> look look I don't pay for music. You know what I'm saying? I've always made the point. I don't pay for music because I don't pay for porn either. You know what I'm saying? These people are fucking on camera. I don't give a shit what you do on your guitar. It's not the same thing. (laughs) But I believe that the actresses and actors should get paid. That's what I do believe. So kudos to these bitches that are getting undressed and making their money with cam sites and stuff like that. Great. You know, I would rather you make your money that way. But... I, I don't know. To me, that seems a little more inappropriate <laughs> to be having like the one particular person that you're, you know, giving money to for whatever. Here's the thing, man. When it's not when it's not personal, mm-hmm. uh, it's. I think you, a couple, a couple can both uh, enjoy that. Right. Like. The same but, video, like watching porno together. Yeah, see, I've never watched porno with my wife. It, hmm. it, but if it's, if if my wife found a video where some girl was saying my name, yeah, no, it'd be in big trouble, right? Like we'd be talking, yeah. like real talking, like come home and the kid is at her mom's house, and you're like, what's going on? 
<laughs> She's like, yeah. we need to talk about some shit. Like, I don't want to do that ever. So, yeah, yeah I'm no. going to avoid personalized porno. Thanks, sir. <laughs> you know, and if it's, we got a little joke where if, uh, you know, if, if for some reason you have to use somebody else's phone, like if my phone dies or something, I got to use hers or if, or if her phone dies and she's got to use mine. She looks, opens it up and there's, you know, something there that is okay. Porn. And it's like, aha. Uh-huh, and then, you know, we'll go, well, it's been a lot of days, you yeah, know, right. <laughs> it's, it's always the, the running joke. Well, it's been a lot of days since I've seen it. So, <laughs> but, so it's, it's not personal. You know what I mean? It's it's not. There's something about the anonymity of it. They said it's like being a peeping tom, and I was like, maybe that's my problem. <laughs> I just well, like to watch people fuck. I'm a little weird, I guess, but I'm not weird because there's a lot of people who like to watch people. Fuck. Yeah, how is that weird? It's been happening for a thousand years, you know, right? Or or, or since probably since mankind. You know, it has has been aware that hey, look at that right there. Definitely voyeurism, you know? man. You know what I'm saying? Peeking, saying what's up, what's over here. Now, I'm a bit of a perv. I'm not like a creep though. Like I definitely have age things. Like I'm not one of those people. And I've ran across a few of those dudes who say just kind of inappropriate shit to a person that obviously is a little too young, and you're just kind of yeah. like, all right, dude. Well, cool, I get it, but. That, that comes with, I think, <laughs> that comes with being a father, too. But it's tough to tell these days, too, in all honesty. Like, they, they grow them a lot bigger than they used to <laughs> around here. Anyway, it is Arkansas. I can't imagine what it's like in, in states that actually have good gene pools. <laughs> uh, we, we just had this discussion earlier today where somebody was saying, well, you know, they were, they were, uh, 20 years old and the girl was 16 I was like yeah no if a 20 year old came up to my daughter yeah and she's 16 and he was like hey baby how did no you'd see this blind man come unglued I know come alive like <laughs> Frampton what's up hey buddy yeah. <laughs> that's not gonna happen <laughs> so mm. you know I, I like I said I think as when you become part of that is being a parent too man you know and you especially if you're a parent of a daughter that's probably all it is just you know i'm not saying you can't if i know that you're joking like if you say something ridiculous you know what i'm saying look at these sluts and it's like a couple 10 year olds walking on the side of the road i'm gonna laugh at that that's funny but like (laughs) when this is like a junior high school and you see some chick in in shorty shorts and you're like god damn and i'm like hey man like okay moving on like put, yeah. you, put your dick away we're going i don't know so we oddly enough i was gonna ask you about porno because i happen to know about porno for the blind i don't know if you've ever you know gotten down to some of that but like no, so, I have not. really no i find this odd that i've i've visited the site a few times just to have a listen and see what's happening so do you do you watch porno do you like listen to porno like how does that go man uh you know, not 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 really anymore. Yeah, uh, I've got a I've got uh, a pretty good memory. So, uh, you know, you can just rerun scenes through your mind. That's true. I, I can and, feel you because uh, I've got a few of those. <laughs> have you? Uh, okay, so so have you fucking have you done anything with like the ASMR stuff? Do you know what that is? I do know what that is, but no, it, th- that's never been. 
So I tried it recently, and I'm not saying like it was whatever. I'm not telling you my history, but it is what it is. I didn't get it. Like I'm sitting here, and I'm like, okay, this is kind of weird. <laughs> like I put in my headphones. I'm sitting on the bed, and I'm just like, all right, I don't get it. You know, what am I jacking it to Doritos crunching? This is kind of weird. <laughs> am I old? Like what the fuck is going on here? And then there was one that kind of made sense because it was two chicks, right? And there was one on either side, and so like yeah. one chick was kind of like doing like a fingerly tapping on the ear thing, and the other chick was like licking. So it's like you could you know, kind of get something out of that. And they were in like underwear and stuff, but these bitches that are just sitting on their desk in full clothing, you know what I'm saying? Like you say, crunching Dorito bags and just like <laughs> nibbling on this shit. I'm like, well, who is this for? I don't understand this. <laughs> this dude, the human animal is, is the only, only one that's so freaking twisted that, no matter what you imagine, there's somebody that can get off on it. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I've seen I've seen some things up in in my day. <laughs> I've survived most of the beginning of the internet and porn <laughs> and stuff like that, and been an avid viewer since. And yeah, there's <sighs> sometimes you break down walls, man. <laughs> and this regular stuff doesn't work anymore. I don't know. I, I try to stay away from the real extreme stuff anymore these days. Like I don't like really violent stuff or BDSM. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. That's cool. If you like to get tied up and get clamps on your titties, that's cool. <laughs> but uh, I saw some underwater porn the other day. You ever watched? The, well, you ever in your life watched that or recently? No, nah, I experienced. I I had some. I had some here a few days ago though, out in the pool. <laughs> some underwater porn. <laughs> nice. Right. It's not bad. Well, it's it's real quiet. That's the one thing that I noticed. It's and when everything finishes up, it looks like some kind of a sea creature. Like you know, she's just blowing a guy, and then it's just like, <laughs> it's like spreads. You know, getting her hair, and it's like, oh, that sucks. And that's I tell you what, that's something. If 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 people haven't done that. Well, let's break it down to what it really is, D. You're sucking dick underwater. You got to really love somebody for that because you got to hold your fucking breath. (laughs) (laughs) You can't breathe out of your nose. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So you're down there. You really want to be there. That's that's love. That is love. (laughs) Like I said, it's just real quiet. That was one thing I noticed. (laughs) Nobody, there's no bitching. There's no, my jaw hurts. There's no block, 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 none of that shit. It's just. (laughs) And they splash out and then back under. It's amazing. (sighs) That was great. Bloop. Yeah, that's, you're all just, that's all you hear. Just bloop, bloop. and then but sometimes they'll wear snorkels and like masks and stuff, so you see yeah. their eyes get all big, and they're like, bloop. and then just <laughs> it's amazing. People do some weird shit. <laughs> keep it, keep it respectable, though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you know, if if you hadn't had sex in a pool, try it. You got to get some good lube. I'd like to give a shout out to my current sponsor, Spunk Lube. I wondered <laughs> if they, they were still sponsoring you. I don't this fucking care. Debacle. Look, here's the thing. 
they sent me the product already. Until I'm out of it, I'm going to talk about it. So go fuck <laughs> yourself. That's what I said. She she had the nerve to say some shit like, I'm not going to use your product on my shoot. Well, guess what? You're not the only business in town, bitch. Are you being serious right now? Like, that's how it's going to be? Because I said something, a question. Now you're going to be like, I'm not using your shit. I'm going to tell everybody. Get fucked. Yep. That's ridiculous. Okay. And it's it's crazy that we live in this time now where that's the way that shit goes down. It's insane. Yeah. Did So, Man. did you hear about the Papa John thing? Like, the official Papa John thing? Here's Here's what I heard. Okay. All right. I heard... That he made some some comment about uh, black people and chicken, uh huh, and that was the only thing I really heard about it. That would be enough. Yes. Yeah. So here's the thing, and, and I only just found this out. And if I'm wrong, then I'm wrong. I'm just making a point. You need to understand what happens before you jump on the fucking the bandwagon because apparently this is probably closer to what happened <laughs> so they're in a pr meeting right with, a, yeah. with an agency the papa john hasn't been the ceo since like april and now he's just the chairman which i think he stepped down to he's got like 720 million dollars in the bank too so yeah please understand please understand he'll be fine yeah uh in a pr meeting talking about uh, how can we get a little more business. You know, he had some recent kind of negative publicity because he commented on uh, black folks kneeling during the thing and costing him pizzas and shit. It was like a documented thing that happened. Okay, that's that. So they're talking, and the PR firm suggests we need to do something to kind of boost blah, blah, blah. Here's a pitch. Uh, Hey, you know, KFC isn't dealing with any kind of weird backlash and they're fucking, you know, using all these these Colonel Sanders thing and they're, you know, getting away with this stuff. And what Papa John said was, I don't understand why anybody would be okay with Colonel Sanders. He called black folks <laughs> and okay. That's what happened. If that's what happened, that sucks. You know what I'm saying? Like that was a moment where he probably shouldn't have said that in a meeting, but it yeah. wasn't like he was legitimately saying something that deserved him being thrown in a fucking hole. Yeah. It, was, it wasn't like a... Uh, it was your drunk uncle at a barbecue saying some shit about, I don't even know why they liked him so much because he called them ninjas. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's it's a little a little much for a reaction if that's legitimately what happened. If that's not what happened, then okay, he deserved everything he got. I don't tolerate shit like that. But I'm just yeah. saying, people are real quick to jump on the fucking bandwagon. People are real quick to go after your fucking sponsors. People are real quick to get your movie canceled. You gotta just you gotta navigate with caution, man. That's... Yeah, and <laughs> now here's... Okay. And I, I hate I hate to do like... Uh, you know, talk about other people that are podcasters and crap, but, uh, here it goes. Let's get you see secret time. Yeah. All right. It, it irritates me when I see someone, uh, try to make a dollar off of somebody else's misery. 
or misfortune. Right. Alright. And I was like Facebook friends with this guy. Alright. He starts posting this crap. Uh, this Apparently this truck broke down in front of his house. Alright. Mm-hmm. And he said that uh, they pulled up, parked the truck, uh, got out. There was two people got out. The woman squatted down, took a leak in the street, and then they ran off in different directions. Classy. Well, okay. Now, if if that had been the end of that post, I would have I would have went. Well, that's weird. Right. You know, <laughs> and and that would have been the last I would have thought about it. All right, well, this dude proceeds to every day of the week go out and take a picture of this truck, and to to the point of going out and taking a picture of the license plate. Now they live in in Podunkville, right? All right, which means that you know somebody's going to see that truck and know who it is that owns it. All right, so he he starts calling them the Oak Street Pisser. And every day he's taking like multiple pictures of him in front of the truck and posting this crap up and making fun of this woman, not knowing anything about the story. Started saying that she was probably, you know, they were probably drug druggies and had drugs in their car. And he's all kinds of crap, you know? And so, you know, I don't know what to do with it. And I said, well, you know what, if you're that concerned about it, why don't you just have it towed off? Right. Maybe call the police. Yeah. You That'd know, be a good and, idea. Oh, well, just his response was just shut up and enjoy the saga and get a sense of humor. Okay. But this ain't this ain't funny, dude. Yeah, I know. You're dealing you know, with a you, possible missing person right now. <laughs> well, not only that, but okay. A, who hasn't pissed in public at some point? Right. You know, at, at some point, all of us have been there in a situation where Okay, man, I can't, I can't hold it. Right, it's and, not my first option, by the way. Yeah, it's, like, yeah, no, not the first option. I don't but enjoy if you got to in your front yard or by your fucking mailbox or wherever it's at, I just have to. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So, you know, and she, you don't know the situation was. Did the woman have some kind of issue medically? What are you doing? You know, but right. you're out there just posting this crap. All right. Now, even when when it come, it turned out that what happened was that the woman uh, was a drug addict. <laughs> no, 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 she's not. No, <laughs> okay. uh, the, the actually the truck broke down and it was a it was a recall. There was an ignition switch issue, and oh, it shit. took them three days to get the part in. And then they had a mechanic come out there and fix it on the spot so they could drive it away. So it was just one of those roads, like literally in the middle of nowhere, where you could do that—just leave a car on the side of the road or in the middle. Yeah, of the it wasn't—it wasn't hurting anything. It was out, you know. It's not like it was private property. She was parked on the side of the road. Okay, well, but but my point was, this idiot is now selling T-shirts. He's got uh, it splattered over every freaking—I mean, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. You name it, the idiot's got it all over it. Well, that's crazy. Now, so he just now you're publicly up. humiliating somebody. Yeah, that should be against the law, I think. Yeah, for the sake of making a dollar. 
or trying to make a dollar and and get some attention because you're an attention whore. Hmm. And that that shit don't play with me. And so you know we, uh, you know, said of course what do they do they block you. You know, yeah. Uh, but these people, <laughs> you know, I, I in my mind Maybe. the whole time I'm thinking to myself, I hope that one of her one of this person's relatives is redneck enough that they go and find your ass and just whip a piss out of you. <laughs> Internet karma, baby. I gotta believe in it somehow. You know what I'm saying? It's, there's gotta be something for these crazy, wacky motherfuckers. I get so tired of it, dude. People will do anything. I don't... I don't have enough time to, to really put everything into this, you know, but there are people that promote nonstop. They do like Patreon and shit like that. That shit will hurt your feelings a little when you hear a show that's maybe not as good or that's okay. And then you look and it's like, oh, they're making like $3,000 a month. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's cool. How long have, for three months, huh? Right. What am I not fucking doing? Cause this is ridiculous. I want to make $3,000 a month. But you just got to figure it out and not I, not be an asshole like your your guy you were talking about. Yeah, that's mm. that's what got me, man. It was like I said, I, I don't mind if you can make a dollar, make a dollar, dude. Shit, I, you know I'm all for it. Uh, but don't don't you know take somebody and essentially what you're doing is you're hiding behind a computer screen, right, and exploiting and, somebody. Yeah, and exploiting somebody. Yeah. And as far as I'm concerned, at that point, you're the biggest piece of garbage walking the planet. And that, that you know, that's that. It just, I don't know, man. It, it didn't set well with me when you started talking about them messing with you. You know, it's like people. It's like they got too much time on their hands. Well, they you do. Know? I think that's kind of the the, point, the problem. It's too much of a distraction now. You get lost in it, man. You start fucking with people, like. But, I'll never forget when I was a kid, man. I'll tell this one last story, and I'll be done. This guy, when I was a kid, we, all right, we didn't, initially, we didn't have any neighbor that was closer than like a half a mile, all right? So then this one guy built a house, and they was probably a quarter of a mile down the road. Now, they were so nosy that every once in a while, you'd go outside, and like you'd see where they, the reflection off of their binoculars you know, where they were like looking to see what we were doing in our yard. Right. Snooping. All right. Yeah. So, I mean, my dad walked out there one time, just whipped it out and took a piss. <laughs> you know, he's just like, screw it. If there wasn't a show, I might as well give him one. peek a -poo. Yeah. You know, so that's, I, I mean, it was kind of the, the same thing as far as, you know, it, it's just like, quit being, quit being a nosy ass. It's none of your business, you know? Is is the truck hurting you? If it is hurting you, call and have it towed off. Otherwise, you know, mind your damn business. Mind your business. <laughs> uh, hey man, it's been a pleasure getting to talk to you. I might have to follow your shit a little more. I know it's at least it'll be easier to do now that you're down to just a couple things. So go ahead and give me give me some plugs. Let me try to get you some money somehow. Tell me about all your right. book, all your good shit, D. If you uh, want to find a copy of my comic book, I'll actually, uh, man, this is 
the coolest thing that's going to happen to me in September. I'm going over to England and doing a comic con with the guys my that was the illustrator on my comic, Dax Man Cometh. Uh, you can still find those at blindeyecomics.com. Uh, then, or you can just look up Blind Eye Comics, Google it. Uh, the only other thing really that I got going right now is uh, I do the Big Pimpin' Show on uh, Powercast 97.9 and where I, I do a, two stupid characters uh, just basically clowning around and uh, play play soul and funk and R&B and hip hop music and uh, just act like a just act like an idiot that's what I do <laughs> it's, a pr- it's a pretty good show <laughs> no spoilers go and go and learn for yourself of the adventures of Snooki Peel so that's that's pretty much all I'm doing right at the moment, you know. And I'm hoping, hoping this fall we can get uh, get smoke and mirrors back up and running. And then uh, me and another guy are thinking about doing uh, a late night show called Midnight in America, uh, where we do a show every Monday night that's live. And uh, once that kicks off, you know, I'll let you know. Oh, that'd be fun. I I would show a little interest in the smoke and mirrors i don't believe in ghosts at all so i would probably not be a very fun guest <laughs> well you you're talking to the skeptic of the bunch man I, I you know my wife my wife's a, a believer yeah uh i'm i'm a hard facts guy if if uh, what i do with there is and i do my research uh which is i lay i lay it out there i lay all the facts out all right, and if it's a situation where, a- after all the facts are laid out there, and there's still something that can't be explained, hey, that's the part that interests me. Right. You know, that I, would be that would be the part. <laughs> I haven't had any of those, so yeah. I just sit there and I go, okay. <laughs> but I, I mean, I'm gonna, you know, if if you're a hardcore believer, and I've had man, like I got one video up on YouTube right now. Uh, where I just laid it out there, man, this dude's a straight up liar. I called him a liar. He is a liar. I prove he's a liar and, uh, it's pissed a lot of people off on YouTube, but dude's a liar, you know, (laughs) he ain't going to give a story and then, and then say this is true. But then, you know, I can find a, a paper trail that proves you're lying. That's it. Sorry, you lose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, you know, we, we talk about just about everything. Aliens, uh, ghosts. Yeah. I don't get into any of that shit, man. I'm, I've got the blue-collar blues. I just I wake up and I go to work, and I don't think about aliens or Bigfoots or any shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know, it, like I said, man, for me, it's, a, it's an interesting topic because if I can find something – where I go, yeah, I can't, man, I can't explain that. Absolutely. That's what you should be looking for anyway, especially yep. with your thing. Like, you've got a different set of eyes to put on it, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Oh, brother. Well, I'm going to get this shit wrapped up, and uh, you fucking have a good rest of your day. And uh, I'm keeping in touch with you, man. Keep an eye on you and see what's going on. You know what All right, saying? man. It's nice to talk to you, and I'll be in touch again, man. We'll have to we'll chat more often. We'll holler at you. For sure. Take it easy, man. Bye. Bye. All right. Big D. Man, that was fun. I always wondered what it would be like to be blind. 
it seems like a real pain in the ass, but you know, where there's a will, there's a way, right? <laughs> Shit. Sorry it's so late. I gotta get better about getting guests lined up, guys. But it's all good. We'll keep on moving. Uh, as of right now, still sponsor the show, Spunk Lube. Get some slippery on your dick. Enjoy that. You can get some merch at wehavemerch.com and subscribe to the show. Tell your friends, tell your mama, tell your friends, mama. And, uh, yeah, man. Y'all take it easy. I'll see you next week. Big feel. It's for you, Pimper. Shot dying today, niggas die every day. All over bullshit. Dope money, dice game, ordinary hood shit. Could this be cause of hip hop music? I did the ones with the good sense, not use it. Usually, niggas don't know what to do when they back against the wall, so they just start shooting. For red or for blue or for blow, I guess. From bankhead up to your project. Hey, no more straight. Now I'm straight. Now I get it. Now I take time to think before I make mistakes just for my family's sake. That part of me left yesterday. The heart of me is strong today. No regrets. I'm blessed to say the old me dead and gone away. I lost that war, I can still see my nigga walking out that door Man, who'd have thought I'd never see for line no more Got enough dead homies, I don't want no more Cost a nigga his job, cost me more I'd have took that ass with an for sure Now I think before I risk my life Take them chances to get my strike A nigga put his hands on me, alright Otherwise stand there, talk shit all night Cause I hit you, and you sue me I shoot you, get locked up, who me? Ain't no more strength, now I'm straight Now I get it, now I take Time to think before I make mistakes Just for my family's sake That part of me left yesterday the heart of me is strong today No regrets, I'm blessed to say The old me dead and gone away
don't see nobody by my side I turn my head to the west, still nobody inside So I turn my head to the north, swallow that pill that they call pride That old means they ain't gone, but that new me'll be alright I turn my head to the east, I don't see nobody by my side I turn my head to the west, still nobody inside So I turn my head to the north, swallow that pill that they call pride That old means they ain't gone, but that new me'll be alright Cause oh, Just try